Welcome to Shocker Girl Radio. We've created a community of spiritual women who know that you can still enjoy the finer things while you're on your soul's journey to live your dharma and your most chakra-aligned life. Let's dive into this episode. Hello, and welcome to Shocker Girl Radio. I mean, if you've been following along, you should know that I will be changing the name of the podcast soon because I've actually changed my Instagram handle. I'm no longer Shocker Girl, you guys. It's just Amberly Alliance. And also, if you've been following, you will know that I've been talking a lot about my journey from new age spirituality into being Bible curious, I'm calling it. That does not mean that I'm fully renouncing all spiritual beliefs, but there are certain things that just no longer feel in alignment for me and feel a little bit dark, which I'll be explaining a little bit more today. And I recently did a QA and a on my Instagram and got mostly really positive feedback. A lot of people saying that they felt the same way and that they were on a similar journey where they were wanting to just kind of detox and simplify their spiritual practices and beliefs and really just focus on God connecting to the highest power. And I loved all of that feedback. So many people sent me great resources and different perspectives. And I don't know, I just love talking about this stuff with you guys. And it seems like it is a collective shift. Like a lot of people are going through this right now. I also got a few, I don't want to say negative, but I want to say triggered people, (laughs) triggered questions, comments about what I was posting. People asking if I'm in a cult or if the Bible is a psyops. People asking how I could resonate with the Bible if the only women that are in there are the mother, the virgin, and the whore. So I'm going to be addressing some of these more negative questions. But first, I want to address some of the positive ones. I won't go through all of them. You guys asked so many questions, which makes me realize like this is something people are feeling and resonating with. So it, you know, I'm on, I'm on the right path sharing this with you guys, because it's not easy. It's not easy to be coming out and sharing these new perspectives that I have when shocker girl was my identity and, you know, coming up with all of these different rituals and different ways of connecting to the universe and manifesting and all these things. That was a part of what I was sharing with the world for so many years. So really shifting that has been a bit of an identity crisis over the last year or so. And I finally got to a point where it was like, enough is enough. Like, I feel like I'm faking it and I need to shift things. So It was not easy, but you guys just made me feel so wanted and loved with all your beautiful DMs. Keep them coming. I want to know if this stuff resonates with you as we're going through today's episode. So some of the main points are like the main shifts that I've been feeling and kind of the main kind of differences between spirituality and and kind of this new God path. I don't even know what to call it. I'm not Christian, by the way. I'm not Christian. I am not a Catholic. I am not a Baptist. I am not a Lutheran. Like none of these things. Like I am just on a bit of a different path. Maybe I'll end up somewhere. I don't know, but I'll keep you posted along the way. But so some of the main differences are like spirituality says that we are born good. We are God. And yes, I believe parts of that, but I also believe that we are born sinners because we have an ego and we are born into basically hell on earth. (laughs) But our journey is to create our own kingdom, our own heaven and to integrate 
God into our lives, to ask God into our lives, to ask God to guide us in our lives. And as we continue to be guided by God, we start to automatically start living our life through God's lens. And the spiritual Bible, like the new age spiritual Bible, the Course in Miracles, basically says that sin is an illusion and that there is no sin and that all the chaos we create in our lives is created in the mind. But I believe I believe part of that, yes, definitely our mind can create chaos, but I believe that there are evil forces, aka the devil. And when we are in states of giving in to darkness, giving in to temptation, giving in to the illusion that the ego shares with us, then that's when we really open up to these evil forces to kind of infiltrate us. And we have a choice in every moment to walk with God or to walk with the devil. And the the devil slash our ego is very convincing. But if you have to convince yourself of anything, then it's an illusion. So again, I'm not a Christian. I'm not a Catholic. I feel like there are gaps in the church and and in religion. And yeah, I'm just wanting to share with you guys this journey as I go through it. And so much of spirituality, we're kind of like, we're really saying the same thing in a lot of ways. And as I go through this podcast episode, I will try to like rephrase stuff and show you, this is how I would say this in spirituality. This is how I would say this in this new path. And like, I just feel like if we're not speaking directly to God, if we're not seeing things through the the truth of God, then we're denying the potency of the creative power that is possible for us. And I'm not saying seek God so that you can manifest more money. I'm saying when you are on a path of God, of love, of the kingdom, then that is when all the beauty actually manifests into your life. But in spirituality, it's often the opposite way where we're like, if you do these rituals, you will become rich. And people are doing them because they want to become rich, which which comes from the energy of lack, the energy of fear, the energy of I'm not enough, the energy of I don't have enough, which is not true because, you know, we are perfect little angels in God's eyes. Well, also sinners, but we have the potential to be perfect little angels in God's eyes. And we have everything we need and we have capacity to hold infinite abundance now as we are, if we can elevate to that, that God frequency into that connection to God and and we follow God. So Another thing I want to say is one thing that I, I'm still on the fence about what's interesting in Christianity is that they say like the father, the son, and the Holy spirit are three different things. I almost feel like they're three different things. I feel like the father is kind of our ultimate consciousness, pure love, all knowing prime creator. The son is Jesus who came here to show us that humans have the ability to fully walk with God and to be perfect if we release the darkness from within us. And then the Holy Spirit, which I see kind of as the energy that connects us all kind of like our collective consciousness. So that's what is interesting because in Mormonism, that's what they believe, or they, I don't know if that's exactly what they believe, but I know that they believe that it's three different entities as well. But in Christianity, they believe that it's one interesting fun fact, but let's dive into kind of the initial questions. So people have really wanted to know, like, what have I renounced? 
And so if you guys even want to like go back to a few like my last solo episode, I believe it was called rebranding my life or something like that. And I was speaking very openly in Raleigh about how certain spiritual practices were feeling a bit dark and misaligned. And I think that there's a lot of ego validation and entitlement in the new age spirituality community, but rather than putting God first, like in new age spirituality, we're putting our desires first. And it's almost like we're using God and, and spirituality to satiate our ego's desires. Kind of like I was explaining before, it's like, Oh, if you, you know, talk to the universe, you'll get rich or do this and you'll make money or do this and you'll find a partner. And it's like, you know, it's just all feeding our egos. So I don't think spirituality is all bad and it's not every spiritual person is bad or they're wrong. And like, I've done these things too. Like I've, you know, been striving for a certain lifestyle and like all these things before too. And I'm not saying that you can't have those things or you can't want for those things and that that makes you a bad person, but we need to find the God in it and put God first. And it's like, there's like a spiritual excuse and justification for all kinds of shitty behavior. And I just feel like my discernment has come a little bit stronger And again, it's not like a full renouncement of spirituality. It's just that I'm feeling like I need to detox what no longer is feeling aligned. And that's quite a lot of things. So I also mentioned on Instagram that like some of those core differences in spirituality, um, like, you know, in spirituality, the belief is that everything bad that happens to your, to you in your life is because of your negative thoughts or your karma. And I agree with this partially, but I, and I've spoken a lot about like the quantum physics of manifestation, but there's also a missing piece. Like I said about darkness, trying to infiltrate us. And I think a lot of spiritual practices leave us open to infiltration And it's really hard, no matter how strong your discernment is, or no matter how much energy protection you're using, like it can still bring you down a path where you're opening yourself up to darkness and then making excuses for it. Also in spirituality, we're always trying to like learn the future rather than asking God for guidance and having faith. And that comes from a not trusting. It comes from a feeling of lack, like being like, I need to know what's going to happen. And like justifying how you're feeling and like blaming your chaotic energy on the moon. And I'm not to say that astrology does not have something to it. Like I still believe that there's something to it, but it's like, if we're hanging every word on it and using it as excuses, then we've lost the plot. <laughs> and again, like Another key difference, I believe we're born sinners. People don't want to believe that. They want to believe we're all love and light, but we have a lot of darkness in us because we have egos. And yeah, that is just the truth. But that doesn't mean that we're meant to hang on to that or feel guilty or shame ourselves, but it does mean that we need to do better. We need to want to do better and not make excuses for everything. So certain practices that I specifically stopped doing, I'll share with you guys. Again, I feel like mainstream spiritual practices can be a good path to God, but once you find God, they can get in the way of God's potency. So again, if you're doing these practices still, I'm not saying you're bad. I'm not saying you're the devil. I'm not saying you're evil. I'm not saying that 
you're all ego. Like, no, I'm just saying that this is the path that you're on right now and where you're at. I'm at a place right now where those don't bring certain things. I feel, feel dark for me and that connecting directly to God and dedicating my life to being of service to that mission feels like 10,000% better than anything else. And it's like, I know the, the difference in the feeling of connecting to God's energy and being in that energy of love and faith and gratitude than, you know, a lot of these practices. And then, you know, obviously that makes people wonder, well, what's happening to the app? I would say like 99.9% of the rituals on there, I would still do. There's just some that I'm like, "Mm, maybe I'm not going to do astral traveling. Maybe I'm not going to do time traveling. Maybe I'm not going to do connecting to spirit guides, um, anything star seed related. I'm not feeling very connected to tarot. I'm feeling a little, okay. So here's the thing. I feel like Kundalini, there are some like good Kundalini practices, but then I feel like the whole concept of the snakes moving up your back and this Kundalini awakening, I literally projectile vomited the first time I did Kundalini and I'm like, Oh, it's working, but it's like, "Mm," or am I, is this like something where I need an exorcism? (laughs) Like, and that's the other thing too. It's like, we look at these spiritual practices and we're like, oh, I started doing this and then I made money or I started doing this and then all these good things happened. But some of those good things that happen are actually like ego satiating and they're not actually going to serve your highest good. And they might be something that you get it and then you lose it or you get it and then it ends up being negative in your life. So it's like we get this instant gratification. We think like, oh, this works. But in the long term, does it? Like, I don't know. (laughs) For me, there were definitely things where I was like, oh, that seemed really good. But then in the end it wasn't. And it actually didn't matter. Like the things that I thought mattered did. And the things that I was not focusing my love and attention on fell to the wayside, which we'll get into a little bit more. Um, another one that's feeling off for me is like that really intense breath work. Um, it just feels like it's letting in a lot of energetic vulnerability. I had a lot of people like upset about that one. Like what breath work, breath work. So, so good. And you know, God breathed life into us and like, yes. And I'm not saying all breath work, but when you are like, your hands are cramping up and you're like traveling to a different dimension from all the breath work, I'm like, I don't know. Is that natural? Like, are we letting things in? I know that I've definitely had kind of dark, situations after breath work. Again, it's just me. I don't have all the answers. I'm just sharing my opinions. What else did I want to say? Yeah. I just feel like there's a lot of dark that can infiltrate. Like if we look around at like the elite, the music industry, the media, the agendas, like all of that is wild and there is darkness trying to infiltrate us. So I don't want to leave any pathways open is what I'm saying. I'm still doing chakra work. I actually, I feel like they do talk a little bit about chakras in the Bible. And again, I'm not holding on to the Bible as like the number one ultimate hundred percent. Everything's correct. I'm still reading it with discernment. And there are things where I'm like, Hmm, interesting. And I'm going to continue to learn I'm not that far along in reading the Bible. It's a lot of words, you guys. But yeah, I mean, there's certain things where I can start to draw parallels and and really feel that things were right. Not just like 
think that things are right or be like, that makes sense. Be like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's exactly what I've experienced and witnessed in my life. So chakra work, I'm still down with crystals. They talk about crystals in the Bible, meditation they talk about in the Bible, you know, obviously setting intentions, prayer. I really believe that like light work and light codes are still a thing. And obviously, you know, nutrition and, you know, movement and so many other practices and prayer. I'm just kind of like positioning all of my daily practice as prayer. And sometimes it looks different. You know, sometimes I'm journaling, sometimes I'm reading from A Course in Miracles and trying to decipher what feels real and what doesn't. Every morning I am reading the Bible. But yeah, I'm just really just playing around with some new ways of seeing things. So someone asked me, what was the breaking point? So it was actually, there've been like a few, well, uh, listen, I've always been drawn to seeking God. Always, always, always since I was a child. But recently, and like, I would say even like about a year ago, probably even more than that, I was really, you know, listening to sermons and I actually got pulled away from it because I was doing like a launch, like I was, I was launching something and I was like praying and I was like, okay, I'm just going to like only pray. I'm not going to do any of the rituals. I'm just going to pray about it. And I wasn't, the, the launch wasn't doing well. So I was like, oh, God doesn't work. Like this doesn't work. <laughs> it sounds so bad. So then I went back to like my other manifestation practices and I was like, And then it started working. The launch was doing really well. I was making a bunch of money, but it's like, okay, great. I did this launch and like, it didn't like make me happy. It didn't like change my life. Yeah. I made some money, but it wasn't like, I didn't feel that elation, elatedness of being connected to God. So it was almost like the greed took over. And then I like really didn't reconnect to prayer and God in that way for a while after that. But then recently I was just reading two separate books. I always like read like one book at night, one book in the morning. Now I'm just like Bible day and night, but I'm trying to get through it guys. There's a lot there, but I was reading two separate books by two very spiritual women and similar format of the book where they were sharing their spiritual story of their life and all the darkness that has happened in their lives and then how they go on their spiritual journey. And in the book, I could just feel like their darkness. And this sounds like really intense, but like, I literally was like, I would feel nauseous when I read these books and it was like, they were just justifying their shitty behavior. And I literally felt like in a dark cloud, even though these were meant to be positive books. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like so many people are literally using spirituality as a crutch. And then I just really started looking at it, like looking around at different, like spiritual people that maybe have businesses that I would be like, oh, I'm so envious or like, I'm so, you know, that's what I want to be like. But I would look at their lives and be like, oh, like, I don't want that life. Like that, I don't look up to them. Like I actually really don't. Like, so what I was looking up to was their money, their business, their accolades, their quote unquote success as the ego would see it. But if I looked at them through the lens of God, And I would be like, "Mm, yeah, to be honest, they feel a little dark and maybe they, and it seems like, and this is such a blanket statement. I can't, like, I'm not trying to blanket statement. There are spiritual people out there who are doing amazing things and are not all dark, but I just started to notice things in my immediate surroundings that were pointing me to kind of an awakening of 
what I used to think was cool and interesting and successful and, you know, admirable no longer was to me. And it seemed like there was a lot of sacrifice going on to make these lives happen. So I just kind of got the ick. I kind of got the ick from these illusions, if that makes sense. So what else did I want to say? Yeah. It's just like at the end of the day, just because you're getting the material results does not mean God is helping you. If you're like doing these you know, ritual, like all these like rituals and like, you know, when it feels forced. And that's another thing. One thing that felt so dark to me was three, six, nine journaling. And I actually like, again, feel horrible. Cause I would like tell my clients to do this, but it literally made me feel nauseous when I did it. It was basically you write down three times in the morning, six times in the afternoon, nine times at night, like what you want to manifest as if you already have it kind of thing. I can't remember exactly. I would literally feel nauseous doing it. And I'm like, literally like those are the devil number. <laughs> like, I don't know. It just like, wasn't feeling right to me anymore. And again, I could be wrong. I'm just like, Oh, this doesn't feel right to me. And then another breaking point was just all the like crazy, like demon worshiping musicians. And I'm like, okay, if there, I'm like, there's obviously a devil. And if there's a devil, there's a God. So I want to get into some of these questions that were, I don't know. They weren't negative. They weren't haters. They weren't like trolls or anything like that, but I could tell that people were triggered, but also curious, almost like they, they they had some ruffled feathers, but were still maybe a little curious. And again, so grateful for everyone that reached out, whether it was super positive and supportive, whether it was curious or whether it was triggered. <laughs> okay. So one lovely lady, said, the Bible doesn't have a lot of guidance for me as a woman. There are three archetypes, virgin, mother, whore. And like my question for that is like, what other archetype do you think is missing? The girl boss? Like, is that what's missing? The corporate boss, babe? Like, what else do you want? Like, I know that sounds like (laughs) crazy, but you know, think of, you know, I don't know. I just don't understand what else we want to be. And like, if you have an answer for me, let me know. When I think of like the archetypes of a male, and this is not biblical, but there, uh, but like, that's the thing too. Like there are other like archetypes of women, but it's like, those were different times. So like, there's still so much to learn. So she said like the first thing she said was like, the Bible does not have a lot of guidance for me as a woman. But it's like, if all you're looking at is like that, you're not represented It's like, okay, you're missing and you're like feeling sorry for yourself about that. It's like, okay, like there's so much more to learn in there. So yeah, I mean, I think of like the men have like archetypes. So if you look up like archetypes of men in the Bible, so I mean, I feel like there's, there's, I mean, there's more, there's like heroes, like warriors, like whatever for men. But like, I don't know, do you want to be a hero and a warrior? I just kind of want to be this like nurturing, like queen, (laughs) I don't know, (laughs) that just like gets spoiled personally. That's me. And also Jesus loved the whores, first of all, and he saved them from their sins. But yeah, why do we think we need to be girl bosses? I actually don't think that our hormones, like people are going to hate me saying this, whatever. 
I'm not saying you shouldn't have a business. I'm not, hi, I have businesses. I create a lot of things, but I don't think our hormones and bodies are made to force it. If it happens with ease and you're in a state of flow and creation, then that is God's path for you. If you're doing it from a place of wanting to be validated, wanting to impress people, wanting to make money because you think you're, you are in lack, then it's not for you. But if you can shift that perspective and do it from a place of love, wanting to be of service, wanting to fulfill your mission here on earth, then maybe you can grow boss. That's fine. But like, if you are like hanging up this whole, I want to be seen as a girl boss and it's not fair that I'm not represented. And like, it's like, okay, well, you're not gonna be able to create anything from a feeling of lack or a feeling of needing a book to represent you. You know, you know what I mean? Like, and I say that with love, like really look at, are you going to create something with anger and do it because no one told you you can like, that's not from the right energy. And I really think that most girl bosses are doing it to feel validated, to get famous, Instagram famous so that they can feel love so that they can, you know, make money. And like, we really need to shift that. And that doesn't mean you're not meant to have a, a, a business, but it's like, you really need to look at why you're doing it and look at it through a lens of wanting to be pure love, wanting to be of service, wanting to just share magic with the world, wanting to be a creator, wanting to co-create with God, wanting to walk with God and fulfill your mission. And when you can do that, and again, how would we say that in spirituality? Live your dharma, you know, be in your spiritual flow. Like it, we're saying the same shit. I'm just saying God's mission, God's mission for you. Walk with God. Like you can still do it, but just don't do it from a place of darkness and ego and needing to be validated and needing to prove something to someone, prove that some like feminist agenda, you know, cause that's the thing. With God, you do not feel lack of money. You don't feel lack of love. You don't feel lack of anything. You could be living in a shack, like happy as hell with an amazing partner, smiling every day, worrying about, not like never worrying about money, growing your own food and be way fucking happier than these millionaire hustlers out here. Does that mean that all rich people are unhappy? No, but rich women who got rich by forcing it and by going after money with these dark demonic desires. And I'm saying that like really aggressively, but basically I'm saying egoic desires. Like you're going after this business cause you want to make money and you don't really even care what you're doing. And you're just copying what other people are doing. And you don't really even care what you're putting into the world. Then that is not going to end well for you. Just saying, but you can change that. You can shift that. And I don't know, I'd rather be the shack girl than the ego girl, you know? All we should be, like at the end of the day, all we should be seeking is love. If we seek love and only love and we go through seeing the world through God's eyes, that is what living in the kingdom is. And living in the kingdom, this is basically fifth dimensional consciousness in spirituality, being in fifth dimensional consciousness 
being in gratitude, being in the energy of love, if that is your goal rather than making money, then that is actually what's going to lead you to money. But don't do it because you think it's going to lead you to money. Do it because you know that that's your mission and that's what serves God and that's what's going to serve you and that's what's going to serve the entire world by you being in a state of love. So seek the kingdom first, the rest will come. Seek the love, the happiness. And yeah, maybe your kingdom is a shack right now, but if you can find the kingdom in the shack, you will manifest the mansion. So again, I'm just sharing my perspective here. I'm not trying to change anyone's minds, not trying to shade anyone. And yeah, we just need to just, you know, seek love and stop letting darkness infiltrate you. That's it. And I truly believe that feminism in general has just steered us in the wrong way. Like what the fuck is wrong with wanting to be a mother, a wife, a supporter, a nurturer, a creator? Like what is wrong with that? Why do we judge that? And like, I've been there. I've judged that. I'm like, oh my God, you don't even like have a purpose or like a business. Like, oh, no. Like that is, sorry, that's what we were born to do. Does that mean you can't have a business? No. But should you start a business just because people think you can't? No. Should you start a business just because it looks cool on Instagram? No. If you have something that you know is going to be of service to the world and it is a calling from God to share with the world and God's told you that, then do it. If not, and you're just doing it because you want to feel cool, that ain't it. In summation. And that's why you guys, like when I work on prism and when I work on the new stuff I'm creating for you guys, which is super exciting, I am literally just creating. I don't feel like I'm working. I am literally creating and I'm already living in the kingdom. Like I am already walking with God. I'm there and everything feels amazing. It's not, does not feel like working. Are there days that I like get a little annoyed or overwhelmed? hundred percent, but the shift in the need and the like desperation that I used to feel when like working on things has changed. Because if you have desperation for your desires, that is the devil wanting nice things and a nice life is great, but why do you want them? And are you sacrificing your true self as a woman? And is it fucking worth it? And yeah, we're, I just think we're not meant to be girl bosses, truthfully. We are meant to be creators and we need to just detox our old thoughts on this. Okay. So I really went off on a tangent there, but how do you experience God? This is another question. Um, how do you experience God? I don't resonate with the great fatherly patriarch archetype. First of all, this whole hating on men is an agenda that we need to wake up to. If you don't resonate with a great fatherly patriarch archetype, then that probably means you have some healing to do. If you have like anger towards men, anger towards father figures, anger towards God, then that's either from some trauma from your past or ideas that have been planted into your head that the patriarchy has ruined the planet. And that's, you know, I just feel like everything we've been told is a lie. Like all these collective movements that we see on TV, books, like, you know, feminism, bashing the patriarchy, toxic masculinity, like all of these things were created to get you out of your feminine energy and to get men out of their masculine energy so that there is chaos in the world. That is dark fucking like manipulation going on, creating illusions. 
And I do believe that you can't find God without going through hell. And what I mean by that is how I used to explain third dimensional, fourth dimensional, fifth dimensional consciousness. Unless you can start to see these agendas that are being brainwashed into our minds, then you're not going to be able to move into that higher consciousness, that higher connection with God. Because now you're convinced that God is evil because, you know, religion is evil and men are evil and toxic. And how is that going to serve you? How's that going to allow you to be a woman? How's that going to allow you to soften into your femininity? It's going to fuck with you. So to answer the question, which was, oh, here, I want to say this too. This all needs to be reprogrammed. So just like we need to heal our mommy and daddy issues, we need to heal our God issues. So, and our female issues, masculine issues. So ask yourself, when did I feel abandoned by God? When did I feel abandoned by men? How can I heal that? How can I see that it was dark energy pulling me away from God? And yes, so the next part of the question was how I experienced God. So it's just a feeling. It's a deep love. Like I read the Bible. I talk to God. I journal to God. Um, and I can't explain the feeling other than it feels like home. And there are times where I literally like want to drop to my knees and cry. There are times that I just burst into tears of happiness. And I've never felt that before except for in that energy of God. And it is, it's such a familiar feeling, um, of safety, of freedom. And I remember feeling that way when I was younger, when I would go to church or when I would, I had this like child Bible and I would feel that way. And it was like, but it's like even more than that. It's like my soul remembers it. My soul remembers this fatherly love. And, you know, listening to worship music gets me there. Um, I don't go to church yet. Um, I just haven't, I don't know. I just haven't, I just haven't, but I listen to sermons online and that's, you know, how I feel things. And obviously just my morning prayer practice, that's how I connect. And I feel, it feels potent. You guys, I'm telling you. Okay. Someone else asked spiritual people who turn to God are seem like a cult. Listen, I'm not going full Doreen Virtue, okay? I also did not know anyone else who is on this path. So it's not like I am doing this with a group of other people. Like, this is not a cult. This is me sharing my story with you. I'm not creating a cult. If you want to DM me, you can, but I will not start a cult with you. So yeah, I mean, again, who hurt you? When did God, when do you think God hurt you? You need to fix that. And then someone asked, same person, actually, the same person said the Bible is a psyops. I mean, maybe part of religion might be, but there's so much good in that Bible, you guys. And you just need to use your discernment. I'm not hanging by every word of the freaking Bible. This is just a path to understand and deepen my connection with God, which will help me just feel more aligned every day. And I'm telling you, it's working for me. Not trying to convince anyone of anyone, anything, not trying to convert you, not trying to turn this into a cult, just sharing my experience, which is what I am here to do. Call me Moses, you guys. Uh, Don't call me Moses. That's weird, but whatever. Anyways. Okay. I'm just like going on way too much. Uh, okay. I think I covered the main points of what I want to say. And again, I know that this is very 
chaotic. I know that it is very, there's no rhyme or reason to what I'm saying and I don't have all the answers, but I'm just showing you my very early on versions of a new path, a new perception, a new way I'm seeing things, a new way that rather than talking to the universe, I'm talking to God and it feels way more potent and connected. And hopefully that is supportive for you and helpful for you. And yeah, I want to hear about it. DM me let me know. Um, love you guys. Mean it. Also, I should say I am going to be doing a little seven day detox, spiritual and lifestyle detox, where we will be just really looking at what are you leaning on that is not serving you. And it could be anything from junk food to certain spiritual practices and beliefs to certain victimhood mentalities that you think are keeping you safe and they are just keeping you from God. So we'll be looking at all that and you can sign up for the waitlist. It's not ready to like fully sign up. This will be a paid program, but the waitlist is there's no commitment to join the waitlist and it's free to join the waitlist. You'll just be the first to know and you'll get it for a discount. So I'll leave you guys the link in the show notes and yeah, I'm excited for you guys. If you're on the same journey, if you're not, and you, I maybe just am asked, like inspiring you to question things, even if the things that you question, you end up thinking, no, Amberly's crazy. What I feel is right is right. Then at least you ask yourself the question and I'm celebrating you for that. So love you all, mean it, and we will catch you next week and make sure to sign up for the waitlist for the 70 detox if that is of resonance to you. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow along with us on Instagram at Shocker Girl Co. And if you loved this episode, please give us a five-star review and write us a little comment. We'd love to hear from you. 